Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfin. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nachvetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestin Echo. Vientolum again omgrev or corn rachtum. Yatakshatorin Graven or Corson, Elistuhalagus Gimina Fracht, Gorokligs or Dukashin Echor. Only Venown, Thordorakshin. Shachten. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Michael, first, what way do you think this is going to go? Yeah, it's very hard to call. You kind of you'd be changing your mind every time you think about it. But the the closer it gets to the day, you're just kind of thinking. I keep thinking in my head, it's it's set up for Tipperary, but that's typical Kilkenny kind of ground, isn't it? When you're expecting them to be beaten, they're rarely, rarely beaten, and I think the shock that they got against Clare in the league completely woke them up for the championship. Then they got a massive shock against Waterford. They were on the line. But now, you know, now they're really, really battle-hardened, even more so than normal. And I just think they'll have that bit extra. Like, Tip have a seri- have some serious threats up front, some serious goal threats. But I, ju- I think, I just, even, I, I know if Henry was playing, I think he'd be picking up someone like Seamus Kendi. I can see... Can see them just picking maybe a few targets there. Mickey Cal was maybe on form earlier on the year. Got a bit of a got a bit of trouble the last day off. Jason Flynn. I think they'll target those sort those sort of lads. Maybe Walter Walsh on Potty Matter to try and neutralise his effect. And I just think I just think it's going to be the usual scenario again. I just think they're going to grind it out by two or three in the end. Connor, do you think is that where Brian Cody comes into his own in these scenarios? Where invariably he gets most of the matchups, the big matchups, right on final day. Yeah, and an interesting one is how they compensate without McFenley. Remember, like he he has routinely, ritually, and almost habitually been very, very good against Tipperary. Remember, even the league final in Nolan Park a couple of years ago when they pushed him onto Paddy Mar, and Paddy Mar then as now was the source of you know all calm in the Tipperary backline, and I think. First thing McFenley did was put him on his arse, and the second thing he did was set, score a goal. I think he ended up with two one that day in Nolan Park, and you know a fella like that, a fella who's you know raw physicality, who's physical size. I, I think you find it really, really hard to replace. Like there is, Cody said it at his press night. There's no, there's no swap there. You know whatever Kilkenny are going to do in the middle of the park, they're going to do something different. But that might suit them as well because the last set they pushed Connor Fogarty back to centre back. Um, and he tried to man mark Ozzy Gleeson, but when like they they pushed McFenley forward onto Tyg the Borker for their own puckouts to make sure he didn't win them. But like Cody will find a way of making this work for him. Like Fogarty would be a man marker, will he make sure that you know Benny Maher doesn't get forward for scores? Because looking at the, the Tipperary forward line, okay, you'd imagine Bubbles comes back in because Niall Mara, his direct replacement, didn't play well the last day. He was taken off. Bonnermar isn't quite as prolific this year as he has been in previous years and for all the good work that Dan McCormack does and I think he's vital to their attack this year he's not particularly prolific either so you know if you limit what's coming forward from midfield uh, you know you take into account that the two lads Bonner and McCormack are going to work very hard and set other fellas up and okay John McGrath is a massive addition in terms of scoring I mean I still think that you know, if Kilkenny get their matchups right defensively, they will stop Tipperary scoring for all the talent that they have there. Um, 
what you know, you'd imagine they'll go probably go Paul Murphy on Seamus Canlon. He's probably a better bet than Joey Holden if they go one on one on the edge of the square. But again, like Canlon didn't have a great game. Like the the best thing that he did in the semi final was that he kind of he moved away from the square, uh, and it meant that Tipperary could go long to John McGrath. Uh, and once they went long to John McGrath, then they got they got great joy out of it. But until then, like you know, Canlon hadn't he hadn't really done it. Yeah, Cody has gotten the matchups right. Like invariably nine times out of ten, and the big days, the big players, you know, Jackie taking out Lar numerous times. Paul Murphy has been able to take out guys as well. I think he took out Bonner in one of the games. Kieran Joyce coming in on Bonner as well. Invariably, they just seem even to be Bla- able to shut even them down. Blanchfield the last day. Yeah. Like, like Blanchfield wasn't deemed good enough to come off the bench in the drawn game. No more than you know in the 2012 final, the first day. Uh, Johnny Cohn had a brilliant game in the corner the second day some fella called Walter Walsh we'd never he- heard about came lumbering in alongside him and it won them the game and that's brilliant Like that's just brilliant management and for all Cody tries to downplay it himself and say that it's you know it's hurling and you throw the ball in and everyone wins their battle like he, he is routinely brilliant and the other thing as well is if you go through it since Cody took over maybe discard 99 because it was his first year getting his feet under the table their record in finals is just incredible the 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 things that affect all sports teams in major finals. Pressure, expectation, nerves. It doesn't seem to come to bear on them. The only time it got them in probably was 2010. Yeah, maybe there was an element to that. Maybe there was an element to that. And they, they had to you know, go through the stuff with Henry and all the rest of it. But even at that, that Tipperary team was coming to its absolute peak of its powers. Like, you know, you had fellas like Brennan Cummins and Laren Owen. And at the same time, Noel McGrath and Paddy Maher and these fellas come through. So it's like, and when you look back now, it's like it's an aberration. Like they had a down year in 2013 when they had a lot of injuries and a lot of transition. But, you know, save for that year, when they're at their peak form, they, 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 they never fail to perform in finals. And one out of 12 finals, and the day they did lose, minus Henry, minus Brian Hogan, playing... John Tennyson centre back with a cruciate injury. Like you have to take this into effect as well. Like they have delivered, they've always yeah. delivered on the big no. day. No, okay, I'll play a devil's advocate here. I mean, back then when you went through the list of subs that Cody had to call on, and look at it now. Yeah, but Blanchfield was one of those. You know what I mean? And we didn't think anything of him. Yeah, yeah but are we guaranteed that Blanchfield will produce a brilliant performance? No, in the but final? So, somebody else who we've never heard of might. You know, I mean, this is the point: is that you know we have these ideas about players from what we've seen but you know the guys on the Kilkenny bench that we haven't seen are playing must be playing to a really really high standard to be first of all getting selected on the basis of what they've done either at senior club level in Kilkenny and then to get close to coming off the bench because of what they've done internally and that's that's you know we could call it Walter Walsh syndrome or Liam Blanchfield syndrome you know if you're there and you're coming into the equation for selection despite the fact that we haven't seen them despite the fact that we don't have any great appraisal of their talents they have to be hurling at a serious level. They yeah. absolutely have to be. Walter Walsh was coming off a relatively successful under-21 team. But they got to an All-Ireland semi-final anyway, at least, if not the final that year. Kilkenny haven't been producing those players in the last few years. Like, you know, there isn't another TJ Reid coming down the tracks from what we can see. And there, there isn't another yeah, Richie Hogan. There was Hogan, a John Joe Farrell for the first couple yeah. of games this year. You know, like John Joe Farrell is a fellow who, you know, wasn't a particularly decorated underage player, had been knocking around the scene for four years without getting picked and he had 2-9 on the board after two championship matches. So. In the Leinster Championship and he didn't deliver in the drawn semi-final no, and no, was and gone he, the next day. He was dropped straight away but like it's all part of the process of getting to the final, you know. Like, I, I don't know, I just think that whatever goes on, you know, we talk about conveyor belts and I think it's really unfair on, on 
you know, the work that managers do internally. I think fellas that might have something about them, a fella who might have a bit of pace, a fella who might be a natural scorer, a fella who might be physically strong, like a Walter Walsh. I think that once that's spotted that they have something. No more than Kevin McManaman as a footballer when he was like he, he was a, a limited enough footballer when he joined the Dublin senior squad, but he had that very direct threat. The work that goes on, the coaching that goes on, and more so in Kilkenny than anywhere else where, you know, they haven't had since Richie Hogan really, they haven't had some player who was a minor that everybody talked about. They didn't have a you know, a Joe Canning, they didn't have um and Austin Gleeson, you know, who was an outstanding minor that you knew for certain was going to make it at senior level. Yet, they are the team who routinely hold the Lee McCarthy Cup in September. And just Lara's comments yesterday about holding bubbles in reserve. To me, he actually said it directly. He said, I'm not sure if we have, we have a good sub bench, he said. But then he contradicted himself, essentially saying, I'm not sure if we have that player that can come on and do something special. You know, so... That that's a worry. Their sub bench is not like in 2010. Seamus Hennessy came on and hit a point. Benny Dunn came on and hit a point. You know they had these lads come in. I'm not sure whether those players are there with them either. Yeah, I mean the likes of Jason Ford. I mean I think he did he shoot the lights out against Dublin the first did, round yeah. of the league. He's been a, seen a, held up as a player of huge promise for a couple of years now. But you know maybe we should be seeing more of him. I just think on the bubbles thing, I think you have to start him because. The idea that you're somehow going to contain Kilkenny and then for 20 minutes bring in somebody like Bubbles who'll produce something outrageous. I think you need the players on the pitch that can do the outrageous just to make sure that it's a close game going down the stretch. And then, I mean, I, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're putting a huge amount on Seamus Callanan and John McGrath and Noel McGrath if you don't play Bubbles. That's the way I would see it. And, like, he's a brilliant hurler. Like, if you were drawing up your best forward line, your top six forwards... Bubbles absolutely gets in the conversation. Technically, he's just unbelievable. Extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the issue then with Tipperary that we don't really trust them. That in a tight game, we're going to say, not that there's an element of flakiness there, but, you know, Kilkenny are going to be mentally stronger. It's unfair. It is maybe unfair, but but could you trust them? Like, because invariably, take 2010 out, even in 2009, they had that All-Ireland there for them. They had the league final there for them and were beaten in extra time. The 2011 final, 2012 semi-final, the 13, the game in Nolan Park, the 13 league final. You know, when you put the 14 final and replay, you know, when you put all these games together, like that, and that is baggage. Like, until they blow that whole thing away, you cannot, you just could not hold your hat on them. And that's why we will invariably go back to Kilkenny, because you know what you're going to get. Yeah, there was even the drawn game... Not Kilkenny's finest performance this year, but still, like the reason that they got the draw of it, very nearly got the win out of it, was that Kilkenny were doing the same things in the last five, six minutes of that game as they were doing at the start. Whereas Waterford ceased to do the things that got them to that position in the first place because the finish line was outside. And just, it comes back to what we were saying about the kind of big game now and the lack of nerves and everything else. You know for definite what Kilkenny are going to do. They're not going to underperform. And the other thing is that they have it like that rivalry that goes back between the counties like they've broken an awful lot of men you know they've broken an awful lot of teams they've you know there's Tipperary hurlers whose careers have been defined by losing to Kilkenny and that has to play in your mind a small bit like it's not it's not I know Owen was saying it's a a very low key build up but it can't not get into their psyche that like even the fact that the game there was tickets that went on sale on general sale online yesterday, like for an All Ireland hurling final, I know a lot of people in Tipperary. I've in laws down there, and a lot of them 
someone married you? <laughs> a lot of them won't come to Crow Park on Sunday for fear of watching Tipperary be beaten by Kilkenny again. That is a, a, a real fear. Like they're just absolutely expecting Armageddon. Can I just say on that as well, when you look back at the 2010 team, like you had Owen, you had Lara Corbett, you had Cummins, you had Declan Fanning. I, I'm just not sure if that same calibre of leader is there. Like if Potty Matter doesn't play well, can you envisage Tip winning? I, I don't know if I can. Same with, same with the likes of Bonner as well. I think well. Michael Breen is a huge addition to them this year. I even think the players that have come in this year, Ronan Breen, Dan McCormick, Kennedy, I, John McGrath definitely, I think they've made the team a more solid outfit. But like it's just it's all about Sunday. You just can't say for certain on Sunday. Like if you took the colour of the jerseys away and the history and everything else, and you went on the basis of all performances this year and what we know about the two teams, my vote would go to Tipperary. But on the basis that every time in the past I've done that and tipped against Kilkenny, they've won. You just have to go with Kilkenny. That sounds to me like Conor McKeown is voting that a few more tip heads and hearts are going to be shattered on Sunday. Michael, what where are you going? Yeah, it'd be the same. Probably a score in it, but just down the stretch again, I just think they'll find that little bit more, Kilkenny.